0: Hey everyone, this is Mark Trikel with another episode of With Flying Colors. This is a quick take on the NCUA recent release of a simplified CECL tool, that's C-E-C-L, the CECL tool for small credit unions. They issued a press release on September 14th, uh, which put this tool out there for credit unions under $100 million to utilize. And they said in the press release that the tool is intended for use by credit unions With under 100 million in assets, although it could be used by larger credit unions based on the discretion of their management and auditors. NCUA followed this up with about an hour-long webinar, which is out there on YouTube, and I'm going to highlight about six minutes of that that webinar, which to me are the key portions of it. Of course, that starts with an opening statement from NCUA Chairman Todd Harper, and that's what we've got up next here. For-
1: Hello to everyone joining us for today's webinar on the NCUA's recently released simplified CECL spreadsheet tool. <laughs> Initially, many within the credit union system had concerns about the rule issued by the Financial Accounting Standards Board or FASB to require the earlier recognition of credit losses. But as we move through the pandemic's financial and economic fallout, many credit unions increased their reserves in anticipation of coming losses. And that additional reserving has helped many credit unions to set aside sufficient funds to comply with FASB's new CECL rule. Nevertheless, we recognize the costs involved in complying with this new accounting standard. And implementing the CECL rule should not distract from your credit union from serving your members and communities. So to the extent possible, we should mitigate the costs of applying the new accounting standard. That is why the NCUA developed the simplified Cecil spreadsheet tool, which the agency released in mid-September. The tool is a valuable resource to help credit unions, especially those with less than $100 million in assets, to comply with the financial accounting standard boards CECL rule that goes into effect for most credit unions at the start of 2023. In brief, this tool uses the weighted average remaining maturity, otherwise known as WARM methodology, to estimate the allowance for credit losses. And during the CECL tools development, the NCUA worked to gain the FASB support for the tool's WARM methodology. The tool is easy to use and requires a credit union to enter its charter number, total assets, and loan portfolio balances. The simplified CECL tool is available for download at no charge on the NC Ways website. And I encourage your credit union to try out the Cecil tool to see how it can work for you. By relying on the simplified tool and making appropriate adjustments based on the circumstances of your credit union, you can quickly and easily calculate the amount you need to reserve for losses. Thus, this tool will save you time and money, and your credit union will not need to hire a high-priced PhD econometrician or an expensive valuation expert to comply with this new FASB standard. The NCUA also remains committed to helping credit unions as they transition to CECL. That's why the NCUA Board finalized a rule to mitigate the day one adverse effects on regulatory capital that may result from the adoption of CECL. And we will continue to provide CECL-related information on our website. NCUA experts are also available to help your credit union with using the tool and answering other CECL-related questions. In closing, the Simplified CECL Spreadsheet Tool is a public good that will provide credit unions with a measure of compliance relief so they can focus more on serving their members during this period of economic uncertainty.
0: Okay, all right, so there's a three-minute snippet of what Todd Harper, chairman, had to say. It's always good to hear what the chairman has to say about something that NCUA has issued. Takeaway there is he said it's especially for credit unions of less than 100 million. So again, there is an opportunity if you're over 100 million to use this tool. And it also, the other thing that caught my ear was the reference to NCUA working with FASB so that this tool would be accepted, which is good. Of course, it's FASB that's requiring CECL be used by financial institutions of all makes and sizes. And so the fact that NCUA has cleared this with FASB is a good thing. If you are going to use this, if you're over $100 million and you want to use this, you should reach out. To your auditors and your management should make a decision that it makes sense for the book of business you have compared to the data that's in this tool. Whether or not this tool does make sense for you, I will say that if you look at charge-offs, NCUA has a report called the Summary of Credit Union Indicators by Type, uh, and that's a chart that comes out quarterly. And on that, you can see that charge-off ratio is less than ten million last quarter annualized was thirty basis points. 10 to 50 million was 21 basis points, 50 to 100 million was 21 basis points. And then you get into that category of 100 to $500 million, it's 18 basis points. 500 million to a billion is 19 basis points. So the charge-off ratios are a little higher, under $100 million. So if you're looking for something that might be a little bit more conservative, this might be a tool for you if you're over the $100 million and between the billion-dollar mark. In any event, it's an option that you can consider. And I'm not a CPA. I do have a degree in accounting from the University of Minnesota way back when, but I, I am not a CPA, so I can't opine on that. If you do have a CPA and you want to consider using this tool, I would suggest that you reach out to them. I will also say that if you're a CPA, Blesses whatever tool you use, NCUA will not formally challenge that CPA determination. And they they're very reticent to challenge CPAs, particularly officially. And to do that would actually require the region and the examiner to get the approval of the Office of Examination and Insurance. And I can think in my career, and that may have happened once or twice. So that's very rare. That's not something you're going to have to worry about. All right. So I am now going to jump to a a couple minutes from a staff member who explains to me, which is the key slide and what examiners will do when they come in to visit your credit union. And again, this video is on YouTube, I'm taking what I think are the key five minutes of it so you don't have to listen to the whole thing.
2: In evaluating the adequacy of the allowance, examiners will review the related policies and procedures, review the reserving methodology, including modeling assumptions and qualitative factors. They will check adherence to generally accepted accounting principles and review any reports such as from auditors that analyze the reserving methodology. Examiners will not be validating a credit union's CECL model. We do not contemplate that credit unions that adopt the C- simplified CECL tool will need a third party validation of the tool. However, model risk management and back testing are best practices, and large, larger and more complex credit unions may need this type of validation for their CECL solution. FASB's intent is for CECL to be scalable, and credit unions should deploy the level of assurance needed for their size and complexity. Examiners will not be looking for perfection, but rather the reasonableness of the allowance based on the credit union's business lines, members, and circumstances. Just like that ALLL, examiners will be inquiring about qualitative adjustments made to calibrate the allowance to the credit union's facts and circumstances. CISO has changed the terms that we use, but the concepts are still very much the same. Qualitative and environmental, our Q&E is now qualitative adjustments.
0: Okay, so that pretty much summarizes what NCUA is signaling that their examiners are going to look at, and they talked about the fact that you're not going to need validation. However, they did caveat that by saying if you're a larger credit union, you might need that. While they didn't exactly say it in these words, to me, that means if you're over $100 and you are considering using this tool that you may need validation. And that's where they refer you to your CPA should your management team decide that you want to use it and you're over $100 million. So that's uh, connecting a few of the dots there. And I will tell you that I, in the show notes for this episode, I will include a link to NCUA's full webinar on this, the YouTube webinar, if you want to hear the whole thing. There are some Q&A, like in the last 20 minutes, that you may find of interest, but the portions I played were the key portions in my mind. Relative to this, I'll also provide a link to NCUA's press release and a link to NCUA's guidance on Cecil. All right, that's it. This is a short episode. Just wanted to give you my take on this Cecil guidance, which I know the industry, particularly smaller credit unions, have been very interested in getting. That's it for this episode of With Flying Colors. And this is Mark Trichel. I appreciate your time, and I hope you'll listen again soon. Thank you for joining us on this episode of With Flying Colors. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app to hear future episodes where subject matter experts of all varieties will provide tips on how to achieve success with NCUA. If you would like to learn more about how we assist credit unions, check out our services at
1: marktreichel.com.